This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Speaker McCarthy is ousted and full frontal dating. This is the Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast. I am Brad Binkley. It was political theater today. A lot of political theater in Congress. Lots and lots of theater. It was such a show that about halfway through, Lauren Boebert got kicked out for groping Matt Gates. It was, it was crazy in Congress. Kevin McCarthy became the first speaker <clears throat> to be ousted after Gates. He did this motion to vacate, and then there was a subsequent vote to take all day long. CNN had live coverage of people going up and defending Speaker McCarthy or saying why they're they, they all have to give these long monologues about why they support him or why they mm -hmm. don't, and then they did the vote. And he was ousted 216 to 210, uh, uh, yay or nay. And Gates expressed, you know, there's a number of reasons why they had a conflict and they wanted him out. But at the center of it was the difference of opinion on Ukraine. They believe that McCarthy had made like a secret backroom deal uh -huh. to continue the aid to Ukraine in other ways while Gates's group, which is going to be the, the MAGA, they've defined themselves officially as the MAGA Republicans. And now, even though Trump said that, hey, why'd you guys do this? This was stupid as hell. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But, but that's that's how the media covers them. I understand. Anyway, yeah, the media is full of liars and communists, but we've so, already established that. Absolutely. But like, I'm all for the stopping the funding. To Ukraine. So there's the Republicans that are actually more like Democrats, who they're all for the foreign wars. And then there's the MAGA Republican extremist Nazis, as they as they call you. You're not a Nazi if you, you know give a standing ovation to a Nazi twice. You're a Nazi if you are a Republican who doesn't want to fund foreign wars. And they're apparently after this vote, it was just so stressful that they're taking a week off the houses to go socialize and talk to their friends, and then they're going to come back a week later and, and vote on a new speaker. So I had to take an entire week off after this day. What do you think? I mean, a whole, just, oh my God. Well, Brad, really I think you're underestimating how stressful it is and how much it takes out of you to, to vote, to, to, you know, to vote in Congress. It really takes, a, it's a monumental effort. It's like, it's like rolling a hundred pound boulder uphill. You know, you really need to relax when you're done. It's tough. So you, so you got to go. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, these people are getting carjacked left and right. You know, they they need to. They, they, it's a it's a tough job. It's been a rough week. It's, it's, it's like they're in the middle of a week. war zone up there in New York. I'm not sure what Senator McCarthy's pronouns are. Well, uh, who's that in the chat? That's Moohead. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I know who that is. Probably something really gay are his, his pronouns, if I had to guess. And McCarthy, so I was going to pull a clip of his, I guess, exit speech, because mm -hmm. it was going on while I was preparing for the show, but it was like an hour. He just kept going and going and going. It was like it was just, I guess this was the first time in history this happened, but okay. he gets up there and he starts off and he's like, what can I say? And he's got this weird, like... TV preacher guy you never want to trust in your life type voice and cadence and the way he talks. And he's like, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a, a son of a, a I'm, and I'm just making this up, but this is a basic mm -hmm. pattern. I'm a son of a, a rancher and uh, 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 the grandson of a, of a slave. And, and uh, when I was 17 years old, I, I was trying to become an intern in Washington. It didn't work for me. And then I went into a gas station. And I won $5,000 in the lottery. <laughs> that's true. That's the true part. He apparently won five grand in the lottery and invested that. And that kind of sparked. I don't know how much of his wealth that sparked. He's an older guy. Right. But he told his entire life story leading up to him obtaining the speakership and how it was the proudest moment of his life. And he wouldn't change a thing. And he blames Gates and Democrats. I will say this. The most interesting part of this, this entire it was like 
it felt like four or five hours they were doing all this today. I don't, I don't know. But th- there was one moment when, let me get this clip teed up before mm-hmm. I, I go into telling you what this was, because the timing of this needs to be appropriate here. It's got to work, right? Hold on here. All right. There it is right there. Okay, so the most interesting part of the vote was when it did get much attention, but it, it was a rather vulgar moment when 74-year-old Republican or Representative Tom Cole, who during his defense of McCarthy, kind of out of nowhere, made an odd request to the House. He asked them to plunge this body into chaos. I just thought that was an inappropriate thing for an old man. Yeah. What do you plunge this body into chaos? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I love that he, the word choice is great to plunge. Plunge, plunge this into body chaos. into chaos. What exactly was going to be pl- ousting is going to plunge the body into chaos? Is that what it was ousting going is going to plunge the body into chaos? The, so the, he's saying that there was no chaos prior to this. Everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this was the moment things fell apart in American politics. Or he just today. wanted to get ragged sexually. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the yeah. exact context. They always use the word this body when they're speaking about it. And I think mm-hmm. they should change that because for me, it makes it hard to think of anything other than than like this body. Yeah. What gender is Congress? Exactly. What's Congress's pronouns? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. Already. So. All right. So uh, I think it's funny that it ha- I don't care. It's just so it's such political theater and BS to me. Mm-hmm. Have you been following the Trump case at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. So. This is and this is what I said they were going to do. I talked about this earlier this morning when when I uh, did the show, but it was obvious that Trump is going to make the trials his campaign oh, if they're going awesome. to make him. Yeah, it's and awesome. so it's he's so ex- much fun. Absolutely, and he puts the hot lawyer chick behind him and stuff. He should have the girl on the tank top with him, with the sign. Oh tank yeah, the top. one he with have the sign. Her yeah. All the time, he should just yeah. bring. He should just bring like out of all these interactions, just bring one one of the most fun people with him until he gets this little you know this little entourage of all this eclectic weirdos that he's collected around him. Like I'm really all for that, and, and he should be signing hats and mm. and shirts while he's. Like he should stop in the middle. Uh, you get the pass him hat. He signed This is mm-hmm. it's a corrupt justice. Uh, thank you, buddy. Uh, justice oh my gosh! System. Yes. And, and yes. This is a the practice. It's like a rehearsal, I think, because this is a low consequence trial. Because it's a civil trial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? and I was listening to a, a clip of Letitia James, um, and she was saying it was like you know what was it five years ago when she got elected. She's saying, I'm going to go after this illegitimate president. It's the blind spot on liberals and progressives is hilarious to me. Hilarious to me. Bounces right off of them. It bounces right off the fact that they (laughs) delegitimized him for four years. They refused to recognize that he was the actual duly elected president of the United States. And to this day, they can't say that without tasting a little of their own vomit come up right. but it's true it, they just can't they just can't say it and it's 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 made me lose respect honestly not for everyone but it's it's definitely like just say it they, like, <laughs> he no, was the president system. legitimately yeah. i mean they said it themselves probably they probably had to go back and de- uh, delete uh. all their facebook posts also if you ask them or if you say <laughs> do you think this is a, a politically motivated trial and then you point out that the uh, the district, not the district attorney, but uh, Letitia James, that, that she ran on getting Trump. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It, like, literally, I will get Trump if you nominate me. Therefore, if you do not get Trump, you do not get reelected in the vote. What they're missing, what people are, all they're hearing is fraud case. That's all they're hearing. His, his, the people who hate him are just hearing, oh, they got him on fraud. Right. But what they're missing is that there's no... There's no plaintiff no other than this. There's no victim. There's no victim, yeah. There's no victim, you know? None of the people who lent him the money are suing him. None of the people he did business with with, with his money. This is obviously them just taking and they, his businesses away because they they're don't, They don't base the the loans that they give on his word. 
they don't just trust that they they do an evaluation right it's the whole person it's a it's a whole thing the fact that he was donald trump and his name was is worth a lot of money you can just throw it on a building right and license it that's when people would go yeah you know what he maybe he overvalued some stuff but absolutely and yeah. so yeah i mean of course he's going to blow things up but the fact that they're trying to uh it, it's just such a ridiculous show and i i am of the belief still that this is in part an attempt to see how far they can go without some people questioning just like the guy pulling mm-hmm. the fire th- mistaking the fire uh, alarm as it as though it were a old timey a lever for a hidden door behind your li- books in your library and you're like a spy in a film noir movie and you pull the the lever but he, there was a fire alarm he thought it was like a secret door ha- handle to get into congress right, right. this principal of a school right when when one it, just like the old saying goes when one fire alarm closes another one opens uh, yep right <laughs> every time a uh, a mm-hmm. fire happens uh an angel gets his wings mhm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Trump got a gag order. That's uh, what I was leading to with the Trump story. And I saw this coming because CNN called for it. And it happened because Trump has been presenting his case, but they also blocked him from speaking or, or they, they on last minute took the cameras out of the courtroom. Uh-huh. So he can't do his show in the courtroom. And now he's doing it outside the courtroom. And the gag order was put on there because of something that he what did he post? He posted something. Okay, so the judge said that he issued the gag order because Trump made uh, public remarks about the judge judge and his staff members after Trump blasted the judge, his top law clerk, and New York Attorney General uh, James on the second day of the fraud trial. And here's what the judge said. Consider this a gag order on all parties with respect to posting or publicly speaking about any member of my staff. Uh, and the judge was mad because Trump posted on Truth Social earlier. Mm-hmm. It, see, it was removed, so I have to take their word for what the description is. They say that he made disparaging comments about the clerk alongside mm-hmm. a photo of her posing with Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Mm-hmm. And in the post, Trump called called the clerk Schumer's girlfriend and accused her of running of <laughs> running the case against him. I, I hope he did that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's so much funnier than everyone else up there. And I mean, I, I get it. Really, what I'd like is as just a serious government and serious politicians that we're beyond. But we're beyond that now. So let's just have a blast. Well, beyond that. So I think I agree. Let's just have a blast. And that's where you, the free the free speech violations or the gag orders will probably start being oh. appealed because. Dude. You present your case to a, a corrupt justice system or outside of it. So Robert the Fourth Reich uh, posted, you know, you know Robert Reich. You know, right, how he, right. he's, you know, he says Reich. Dude, that guy's all. It's like, dude, it's spelled just like Reich. He can't escape it. Uh, so Robert Reich, he posted that Donald Trump is at it again. All you have to do, his obstruction of justice, the way he's speaking out against things. You know, he's obviously, it's like, he's publicly he's using his platform and his voice as an american citizen yep to express his opinions you don't like them so you're going to consider that a crime and that's where we are and i think people like that too are just kind of like radical provocateurs also 100%. they say the most extreme oh he's things. a scumbag i mean yeah. come on he is an absolute that robert reich is an absolute scumbag i cannot stand him but people believe some of that too yeah. So so he knows he's riling people up. He gets up there with the stupid whiteboard and the marker and he, oh, he makes does the these, whiteboard? Oh, he does that thing. It's so annoying. He's real tiny. He's got to get on probably a pretty tall ladder to Yeah. Yeah. to, to get that. So this is going to be the modern way that people defend themselves in criminal trials. I'm predicting that with the way the media works. That's if, the way I'm going to do it. If, if, if the when, justice when, system is corrupt, absolutely. Yeah. Now on to the exciting part of really exciting part of the show which is that the late night comedy uh, well you know that's allegedly their comedy shows came back last night after a f- i didn't realize it was a five-month hiatus after the writer strike ended seems like it was just yesterday that we were talking to reginald 
We can we can uh, we can laugh again. Yeah, I wonder how Reginald's doing. Yeah, I hope he's doing well. I hope we, yeah, we should uh, send him an email and check in with them because uh, yeah. SAG is still on They're strike. Still out, but he might be excited about the writers. And so yeah. what I did is I I watched the I watched Kimmel. I, I watched it on Double Speed. Kimmel, Colbert, Fallon, and Seth Meyers. I left the, uh, the the British guy off. Uh, you know, this the five that have the podcast. They did mm-hmm. one podcast, and every strike single Force Five, every single one of them were selling Strike Force Five shirts and hats on their show. They did one podcast. They had to get them out of their their clubhouses at their at their pool houses. Their wives were probably yelling at them. It's taking up a lot of space. So I, I I cut together about a three minute clip, and I thought we could see how the the writers did on their first day back. We could evaluate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm they probably had a lot of jokes stored up, ready to go. I like I I was ready for them to bring the fire. Mm-hmm. Let's see, mm-hmm. let's see if they brought the fire. So much. All right. So this first one. Donald. Let me start that over. This is just I, I did a couple quick back-to-back clips, just comparatively here. This is uh, Jimmy Kimmel, an early joke in his monologue. We missed so much good stuff. While Donald Trump got arrested four times while we were on strike. Once for the classified documents. Once for interfering with the election, once for January 6th, and once for shooting Tupac, allegedly. Uh, and let's see what... That was a meme. That Yes, that was a All meme. All they did was talk about a meme. Exactly. That, and I think I Fine. saw it first on uh, what, the Babylon Bee. Yeah, maybe? like three weeks ago. Right, right. And here is Seth. I think this is Seth Meyers. Let's get to the news. Authorities in Las Vegas last week arrested a suspect connected to the 1996 murder of rapper Tupac Shakur. So if you're keeping track, that's now five indictments. So there you go. There's the, right, right off the bat, we, we have the comedy writers coming out with the Trump killed Tupac meme that's been around for about three weeks. They just asked ChatGPT to <laughs> that's what I was do thinking. their work. Didn't they fight to have AI not do their work for them? And now they just were like, fuck it. Now we're getting paid. We just wanted to get paid to do it, to use it. Absolutely. Let's see who we got next. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This was interesting. They had to take a mugshot when they booked him. And so he posed very seriously for the mugshot and made a T-shirt out of it to sell to his fans. Now, this, to me, is classic Donald Trump. He's selling a Never Surrender shirt with a picture of him in the one. act of surrendering on it. <laughs> okay, now let's see back over. I think this is, it's one of the other ones. Let's see. Of course, Trump never passes up a chance to grift a buck, so he immediately began selling T-shirts, posters, coffee mugs, and even a beer koozie with the mugshot and the slogan, Never Surrender. Quick reminder, that mugshot was taken the day Trump surrendered. <laughs> I think the writers need to remember to add in their chat GPT prompts, joke about Trump surrendering. Dude. That's not the same as Kimmel's joke. Here's here's what I'm one thing that this is uh, revealing to me. They're all writing jokes about things that happened five weeks ago, as if we have not laughed. Like, we couldn't possibly think of our own jokes on these things. We've just been waiting for the (laughs) the joke priests to write the jokes for us. They covered everything throughout (sighs) the entire summer. All of them did. Like, I I was going through the clips. Like, Seth Meyers did, like, a special 30-minute, whatever that little niche segment is that he does, a closer look. And, And they went... The what's her name? The singer and the football player. They 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 went all the, went back to the first indictment to the E. Jean Carroll. Uh, oh he was held all, like all of it. Let's see what we got next. We've been gone so long. The Bachelor is now a grandfather. <laughs> we were right. off the air for so long. The Bachelor went from this to this. I mean. 
What happened? Major boomer energy here. Major boomer energy. Exact same joke. Fucking, oh my gosh. Isn't that, I mean, this is the same material. Oh my gosh. Their writers are just a room full of 78-year-old men. They must be. It's just all, it's very boomer energy here. Well, not Colbert. Colbert brags frequently about how he has only female writers. There was an article about him from, I think, 2018 Mm. where he told the agency or whoever, he said, stop sending me white male writers. I want female writers and minorities. Mm-hmm. This is what he brags about quite often. Not a single harassment suit, huh? Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, five months off, and this is what we're getting here. Let's see what we got here. President Biden over the weekend signed a bill to fund federal agencies just minutes before the government was set to shut down. It was so close, they had already put the new sign up. <laughs> Okay, so the sign that they put on the Capitol is the Spirit Halloween sign. Mm-hmm. And so we get here from, I think this is Kimmel, maybe. It was kind of weird and, coming back after being yeah. gone for five months. The studio was empty for so long, NBC converted to a Spirit Halloween. And that's just that. <laughs> Another Spirit Halloween sign. So, all pulling from the same joke bin. Trump also floated an exciting new theory about how local water restrictions are affecting oh, the... Okay, so this is not this is no, this is not a comparison of Kimmel with uh, another one. What this is is Kimmel. He did this probably a 15-minute monologue and half of it was him playing clips of Trump basically doing stand-up comedy at his rallies and then making comments about it. And let's see. Yeah, Trump's Trump's rallies are so far much funnier than any of this. And that's what I want to compare. Does Trump get more of a laugh from Kimmel's audience, Mm. or does Kimmel's follow-up get more of a laugh? Trump also floated an exciting new theory about how local water restrictions are affecting the rich. You have droughts. We're rich people in Beverly Hills. We don't feel so sorry for them, but I do actually. You know, they pay millions of dollars in taxes. They take you to shower, they're told to hurry up. You're only allowed a small amount of water when they take you to shower. That's why rich people from Beverly Hills, generally speaking, don't smell so good, you know? <laughs> so when you meet somebody with a beautiful house in Beverly Hills, you know that person is sort of disgusting under there. <laughs> that re- that, that's Kimmel's crowd laughing at Trump. That's great. Right. Now, now let's see how Kimmel does with his follow-up. That ridiculous man had the nuclear codes for four years, and we'll wait until he finds out about the showers in prison. He is not going to be happy. What would you say? Who won? Who got the bigger laugh? Oh, Trump obviously won. He's way funnier, way funnier than uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I think so. I mean, I, I, Trump legitimately, the clips they played of Trump got a bigger laugh than Kimmel's joke about Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened. At one point, Kimmel was very funny. He did used to be funny. You know, I, I mean, the Man Show had some great, great man on the street I bits this that they would do. Bits. Those are my favorite. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It was so funny. Yeah, Carmel one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what this one is. Let me see. Pretty was in high demand. Uh, so this is so Seth Meyers doesn't even really do jokes. He just Mm-mm. does like really wordy. Uh, propaganda news, just like CNN, and then he just does a bunch of impressions. But I, I caught one. This is a basic style of joke you're going to get from Seth Meyers. There is an image of Rudy Giuliani looking crazy on the screen. At the impeachment hearing last week, where Democrats kept demanding to know why he hadn't been called as a witness, given that he was a key player in Trump's scheme to dig up dirt on the Bidens. We must receive the testimony of Rudy Giuliani and Lev Parnas, the insiders who know the origins of the lie upon which this sham impeachment is based and who work to spread it. I reclaim my time and I ask the question, where in the world is Rudy Giuliani? Where in the world is Rudy Giuliani? Sounds like a game show where kids would have to guess where Rudy was based on where you told him to be. All right, gumshoes, you tell Rudy Giuliani to meet you at the Best Western. Where is he going to turn up? At a screening of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Correct. He would think that is the Best Western. Thanks for explaining the joke to us there at the end, Seth Meyers. So fi- that, uh, that's the three minutes that I cut from about an hour and a half of, of their total monologues. How do you think the writers did based on this small sample after a five-month layoff? I think uh, Trump should be in the WGA. <laughs> um, 
man. You saw the clips over the weekend of there's just like multiple clips of him. I think we texted them to each other where Trump's walking around pretending to be Biden, trying to walk around oh the stage. Gosh. And then so funny. What's the one that you sent the me? The WNBA one where he was going to be the coach. Yeah. He's going to get LeBron. Yeah, he's going to get uh, LeBron transition. and I'm going to get out of politics. I'm going to call up LeBron. We get five other guys. We're gonna have the best team of badminton basketball coach. We'll never lose. We'll never lose. It's funny, uh, you know. It's I, very funny. I, I get the comedy can be used for distraction, but we might as well uh, enjoy it as long as I think we can enjoy the comedy and recognize the fucking distraction if it hits us. Okay, we're not stupid. Sometimes I think people can can like with Colbert and them. The, Colbert just laces a bunch of like provably fake news. Mm-hmm. Disinformation, as they call it, in his setups. And he takes things out of context. Like Seth Meyers put all of these clips in all of his setups, and he cut almost most of them completely out of context and changed the meaning of them. And it's like you have to take like an hour and a half, two hours to pull out those clips and go find the complete clip to show that he's conveying the opposite meaning. It really is sophisticated propaganda. I agree that comedy can be used for distraction. Look at the clips that you just pulled and look at how they all had the same point of view. They're obviously using comedy to distract people, for sure. What they're not as good at is using it to make people laugh. Right. And that's my point. Absolutely. It's they have these uh, applause signs. Nobody mm-hmm. actually celebrates as loudly as Colbert's audience. Maybe there mm-hmm. some of them might be that excited about it, but I went I, I, have you ever been to one of these live shows Ian, like as an audience member? I have. I've been I've seen the Tonight Show a couple of times. Did they with have Jay Leno? Yeah, were they conditioning you or telling you when to clap and stuff in the Leno show? Yeah, I remember they weren't super heavy-handed with it. There was like an applause sign, uh, and they were, you know, because the warm-up guy would come out. Right. Uh, but yeah, they would sort of. But I mean, yeah, they would. They would. Yeah, but there yeah. was also room for spontaneous response. Yeah, Glenno wasn't as political as these guys. Well, when I saw it too, this was prior to 2007 so we're talking about a totally different world sir Sir Tim of Tunnel says make late night funny again please do and he also says Dwayne Wade would probably be on board to transition if it gets him a championship he probably would yeah Dwayne Wade's kid is oh yeah a a trans I think it's him and uh, Gabriel trans am unions kid right so yeah I went to the Jerry Springer show once and they, they were very forceful in you, when you need to clap and how hard you need to clap. And I imagine they have some of the same type of strategies mm-hmm. uh, uh, going on right there. And I, I, I would love for Late Night to be funny again, but I don't think you could be funny again because you would have to veer from, from this common theme. I mean, these guys are all sackless cowards, man. They're rich, but they're pussies. Who the fuck is still watching late night comedy television? Who is still watching this shit? Nobody's, I don't think anyone's watching it when it's happening. I think they're consuming this stuff the day after in the monologue little drips and drops. I, I, I just do not think people are watching these shows anymore. I, I, I can't, they can't be. I don't think they are either. That's why Gutfield is number one. I would be curious at what the entrance requirements are to get into them. I'd be willing to bet. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of you guys have been to one of these shows in the past couple of years. I'm thinking that they probably give you a questionnaire that kind of gives them an idea of what your ideology is. Because they probably don't want people in there who oppose these narratives. Yeah, yeah. Vaccine status might be, or or, uh, Ukraine flags in the profiles. Mm -hmm. That that could definitely be. Yeah, have you, have you, yeah. (laughs) Have you been vaccinated against the Ukraine war? (laughs) All right, so this happened a couple weeks ago, but I haven't got a chance to talk about it yet, and I thought that you'd probably have uh, much good stuff. Get that out of there. Awful monologue. That's what, can you imagine they've been gone away five months and, and you get this monologue and you're reading this and you're like, this is. Of course, they don't care. They're they're this. They're just there to deliver a script. And I think there's no no more proof of that than when Jimmy Fallon actually like treated Trump like a human being when he was on his show a little while mm-hmm. back, and he pulled mm-hmm. his hair and stuff. And then all of a sudden, he got in line. And strangely enough, of all the stories that they covered, they all covered the same stories from the from the summer. None of them covered the accusations against Jimmy Fallon. 
for being like Ellen on I the do, set of the yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of forgot about that one. <laughs> okay. So. He seems like a twerp. My mother would call him a twerp. He's like an alcoholic, I think, yeah, from what I cool. understand. Yeah. He gets hammered and he sounded drunk in, in a lot of his monologue to me. All right. So you've probably heard about these robots, the robot dogs, obviously the drones that are patrolling and the robots that are going to be working, RoboCops and mm-hmm. working in Times Square subway station. I have a video of it. Have you seen what these things look like? Mm-mm. They look like Daleks from... Uh, oh, no, really? Yeah. <laughs> See something strange roaming around the subway pretty soon. Yeah, New York City is now turning to robots to help patrol the Times Square subway station. Each bot is equipped with cameras to send live video and other intelligence back to the police department. It's in technology grand. Here's Eyewitness News reporter N.J. Burkett. The newest member of the NYPD weighs 400 pounds, gets paid $9 an hour, and works midnights without a single complaint. But think about that sentence right there. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, who gets paid the $9? <laughs> Why does the robot get paid $9 an hour? Does it need $9? Who gets this money? Yeah, why? Don't, I mean, they don't explain that. No, they don't. And they, I'm sure this wasn't the police that put this in. This was the journalist. But it's like, are you tired of those officers yeah. that don't want to work oh. 16 hours a day? How about... Nine bucks an hour, a robot that doesn't tire. The image I wish they had had when that guy went, isn't technology grand? I, I wish it would have been this robot shooting laser eyes at a, at a perpetrator and just disintegrating them, right? Like, <laughs> this is so dystopian. We're living in the, uh, that is such a dystopian uh, uh, clip that you just showed me. <laughs> I'm see, horrified. I want to see a, a, a video of, of, uh, a human police officer going up to his sergeant going, I've been working for 20 hours. Um, I can't go do this job, a boss. And then the robot coming in going, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then it just zooms off. Cheaper, better, cheaper, better. <laughs> Stronger. <laughs> and so it's, it's only 400 pounds. My first thought is how long until we see a homeless guy in New York pushing one of these things in, in a, a shopping cart to one of the, the homeless tents. How long? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And how long before some drunk, some drunk person j- tries to jump on it and go for a ride, and, and or have sex with it, or have sex? Exactly. I mean, we're going to see one of these things wind up in a homeless encampment, and it's going to be addicted to, to fentanyl, or it's going to have the zombie drug. Maybe we'll see it on trial. I hope so. Because you know this thing is going to start raping people. It's going to malfunction. It's going to start fucking raping people. 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Sir Tim of Tunnel says, why is a robot making less than minimum wage? That's a good point. If these things get sentient and we're paying them less than minimum wage, they're 400-pound monsters with, like, facial recognition. That Exterminate. is. Exterminate. Yep. Let's, I, I want to hear that one more time because mm-hmm. she gives some of the description of what's on it in, in this. Yeah. Thing. I just had to. Listen to this. Uh, you might see something strange roaming around the subway. Yeah, New York City is now turning to robots to help patrol the Times Square subway station. Each bot is equipped with cameras to send live video and other intelligence back to the police department. This what is technology lights? grand? Here's Eyewitness News reporter N.J. Burkett. Sorry, look up. Those lights are. Those are. <laughs> Where it shoots. That's where it that, kills you. Yeah, that's where it kills you. It shoots darts out of there. Jesus. They're fat shaming it too, says Sir Tim. Send a live video and other intelligence back to the police department. It's in technology, Grant. Other, other intelligence. intelligence. What is the other intelligence they're sending back? Was it collecting your DNA? Biometrics. Other biometrics. Yeah, your, your biologics yeah. for the non-human intelligence. Yeah. Searching. So uh, AJ San- Santiago says that... Uh, Subway RoboCops is striking for living wage after finding out the Starbucks RoboBaristas make $15 an hour and they get to say, um, we're going to ask you a little question here Mm -hmm. and force force people into tipping them $3 for their coffee every time. They write your pronoun on the cup now. (laughs) Here's our news reporter, N.J. Burkett. The newest member of the NYPD weighs 400 pounds, gets paid $9 an hour, and works midnights without a single complaint. What a loser. The transit commanders couldn't be happier. Welcome to New York City, K-5, and welcome to the NYPD. K-5 is a... So there's an image, I don't know if it shows in this video, but there's an image of that 
cop introducing and welcoming the robot to the force where it has a bunch of cops standing straight up and then at the end of the line the robot is also standing in the line with them i'd be insulted if i was a cop push for assistance there's no fucking way i'm pushing that thing for assistance. no way robot that will patrol the Times Square subway station in the overnight hours. Equipped with multiple cameras and two-way communication intended to deter crime and to capture crimes in progress. Equipped with a panic... Did you see that, Did you see that video of that guy pushing that chip? Those had to be outtakes from some... some... What was the... How, how is this robot going to stop that crime? That can't be from a real crime. That had to be from some, like, industrial footage they had produced the, to promote this thing. I want to know Come how on. it's going to stop this crime right here. Is that real? Is that a real... Communication intended to deter crime and to capture crime... That's not, is that real? Equipped with a panic button. The riders can... So the robot's got a panic button. Is it super fast? Does it have arms? I need to see a video of it interjecting, stopping the guy jumping over the turnstile, mm -hmm. and also... Either tracking down that guy who shoved that chick. Yeah, and the first thing, I'll tell you, the first place I would go to get away from that robot is straight up the stairs. Just <laughs> straight up the stairs, and then I'm free. And then it, like, rolls down, and it's like crawlers start, start crawling up like Terminator. Uh, Sir Tim says, what's the over-under on the push for assistance button scanning your fingerprint? It did say other intelligence. That's true. You send it back. Mm. There's no, you're right. There's no way it doesn't have some sort of an fingerprint scanning because... Oh, yeah. Heat signals, all they kinds think of stuff. That, absolutely. They have to be anticipating that these things are going to get fucked with. Somebody, oh, we have a comment from while wow, the spray paint stops cameras. They might have, like, some uh, hidden cameras to catch the spray paint cameras. That, that'd be my guess. Is they have some obvious cameras and they have some of those, like, pinhole mm -hmm. cameras that people not, might not recognize. It, I, this is more than just a weird fucking 400-pound robot. Mm -hmm. This is just the beginning. Can you imagine you're on the subway and, and I mean, th see this thing? We are living in the movie RoboCop, like like the, the prequel to RoboCop. This was the, you know five years before the movie RoboCop took place. I, I, I wish they'd put a uniform on it, like a little... Little hat, a little cute little hat. hat. It put a little bobby stick in its pants. Yeah. Make it, give it, maybe give it a face. Hold on there. Come <laughs> back here. Make him an old Irish man. Where do you think you're going so fast? Fuck yours. Is that the robot? It is. It is. I'm K5. Mick K5. I didn't do anything, McK5. Oh, everybody's done something down here in the subway. Well, what are you doing? Get your, get your hands. Stop pushing <laughs> up against the wall. Stop. Ah, ah, stop oh, it. You're guilty. Guilty. Oh guilty. It's taking my pants off. <laughs> oh, my Use goodness. to alert patrol officers. We are taking an expansive camera network in the subway system and adding to it, supplementing to it, if you will, and That's adding a series doing. of cameras that not only moves, but a device that can connect subway riders to immediate assistance. All right, pause if that. If the need arises. The number of daily... I, I want to see I want to see that guy in a bunch of different uniforms, like a manager at uh, uh, Chick-fil-A. Like, that guy That guy just got such a generic look. We have new robots here. They're going to be flipping fries. <laughs> flipping fries. Staff. More fries. Faster time. <laughs> Robots is the future, guys. Gotta get used to it. At Rent-A-Car, the robots will get you your car faster and cleaner than any other place. You know, this guy yells at his daughters all the time. All the time. You're not leaving the house wearing that. Yeah, you can, you can go out with his boy, but not without the robot. Subway riders now tops 4 million, the highest number since the pandemic. Crime oh. underground is trending lower, but the number... This guy's an at Crime underground is trending lower. It, it, he's, he's really... This too. news, this voice, this newscaster voice, is, it just sounds so out of place now. He sounds like he's on a, a, a gay date flirt. Yeah. That's what he sounds like to me. The number of violent assaults is still more than 50% higher than it was just four years ago. The NYPD oh is ramping up its use of robotics. That's funnier drones, than the late night guys. Drones. They <laughs> should have them host a late night show. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Tim says, can you imagine being a cop fresh out of the academy taking orders from a freaking robot? No, I, I, I would be very disappointed if that were my 
situation. To tracking devices. Tracking device. And now, did you see that tracking device? I, so watch this dog, and then this cop shoots this tracking device and this random montage to the back of a car. To drones. To what the fuck is that? <laughs> what was that? It was like a rocket launcher. This cop shoots it. It looks like one of those things you you, you get from the bank to put your uh, money in. Kind of. That thing, if if we're in a high-speed chase, that thing's not sticking to anything. That's one of those... I. There's a whole, probably a whole, all these weapons guys, they know they're selling bullshit. It just looks cool and they can sell it at the trade show. I mean, I, come on, at a booth at a trade show, that looks great. But notice they didn't shoot it on a moving car. I wish they would have shot it up against like a, a person that was walking. Oh, I know. Ow, what are you doing? <laughs> you won't be able to get away from us. Yeah. <laughs> Tracking devices. And now, robot. It said it was going to be recording for your safety, is what it said. Yes. K5 is being leased from Nightscope. Why are they touching it? Why, why are they doing that? Nightscope. K now, oh robot. my gosh, this is like Knight Rider. K5 is being leased from Nightscope, its manufacturer. It has facial recognition capabilities and listening devices. It said recording. Listening devices. Let me see what that said on the side of it. <sighs> Imagine Morning. unveiling this. It's like, okay, guys, we built your robot. All right, everyone gather in. And they got it under this, you know, a, a little blanket thing, you know. Yeah. Pull it off, and this is the big reveal, this thing. It's very disappointing the way it looks. It looks like a schmoo. Remember schmoo? That, no. What's no. schmoo? It's a Hanna-Barbera character. Well, my reference is Dalek from that. I think that was it's like a weird fat Dalek. But this is on it. There's a there's an American flag stamped on the side of it, and it says in big letters, "Recording audio and visual for audio and video for yeah. your safety." That's what it says on it. So all the time, this is always on for sure. Capabilities and listening devices, but Mayor Adams insists neither will be activated. While I believe okay. it is our duty to utilize state-of-the-art technology advancements to help keep New Yorkers safe, I believe we must do it wisely and not intrusively. K5 will be accompanied by a just like the NSA. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we trust that you'll never. So for the first two months of a pilot program, mainly to answer questions from curious riders. I would really like to see it pinning somebody against the wall in the background of this shot mm -hmm. right here. Mainly to answer questions <laughs> from curious riders. A solo deployment expected just in time for the holiday tourist season. Oh, great. I want to see more. Uh, you know, I'm going to go find there that... The police department's like YouTube page and see. I bet they have like training videos of it. I should have thought about that. Oh, yeah, because I would like to see more of, of what this robot can do. Yeah, how they sell it. You know, there's always those promo industrial videos, the business had to, to business stuff. They had to sell it. Yeah, this was at a trade show. Like, how did they sell it to the cops? How did they bring the cops on board? The future of law enforcement. It, pro it probably had it, like, recording oh, everything yeah. people said, pushing criminals onto the subway. Yeah, in the middle of the trade show floor, what happens is, is, like, some lady goes, hey, stop that thief! And this, like, an actor just, you know, purse snatches from a lady, and he runs through the trade show, and then the K-5 stops the actor, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> what and that's if, what how if, they just... <laughs> Yeah. What, what if there's just a person inside of it? Oh, my gosh. What if it's, it's Mayor Adams? He's I'll, bet, I'll, I'll tell you what. There better be a diverse. Because uh, yeah. they're paying $9 an hour. It's, yeah, you got to pay. Definitely, you think it's a white guy inside that? that it, inside it better there? be a white guy inside of that. They, if they're going to. Yeah. It's the only person you can pay. They still didn't tell us where the $9 an hour is going. And that is an interesting question. I'm guessing it goes to maybe the robot. It's got to eat. Yeah. Maybe it costs $9 an hour. Maybe that's what they were making a joke about, that it costs $9 an hour to operate this thing, which is really expensive. But it just, how much is that 24 hours? It's uh, 180, 90, 180. Yeah, I don't know. 
three something, two something. So it's like, you know, maybe it likes to visit prostitutes. First thing, first time this thing breaks, no one's going to know how to fix it. And they're just going to put it in a closet and forget about it. What about the first time it tastes chocolate? Oh. Well, it's going to be... It's going to shit all over the place. (laughs) And then you have to get another one to clean it up. (laughs) Sir Tim says, Mayor Eric Prince Hall Freemason. Is is, uh, Eric Adams a Freemason? It wouldn't surprise me. Oh, These guys are. Uh, Okay, so one more. Actually, yeah. Just a quick story because everybody profits off of the – the wokeness stuff like I, when Trump first ran in 2016 and then 2020, I, I kept telling myself I was going to like, I need to get in on making these weird Trump products. And uh, there's a story. This guy is actually from Georgia. I think he follows me on Twitter, but there's a woke, woke free beer company that has made, it made five, $500,000 in 12 hours from Trump mugshot cans. It's a company based out of Georgia. The guy's name is Seth Weathers. He says, I knew it was going to be a hit, but maybe I didn't quite realize how big it was going to go. And it's still going. Of course it's still going. Dude, it's going to be more famous than the Sinatra mugshot. Yeah, dude. It is. It's going to take the place of it. They They don't realize what they've done. That's the thing. It's such a product. Just... Mm -hmm. The products are everywhere. If you go look on yep. Amazon, everybody's got some weird product. Whether mm-hmm. it's you love Trump or you hate Trump, that there's a weird product for you. I saw a product of of Trump. It's a pencil holder, and it's Trump bending over, and you shove the pencil in Trump's ass. That's just the product. Oh, I, I have um, going through like some of my grandfather's old stuff, like a Nixon wristwatch where the eyes go googly and stuff like that. Nixon, there was a lot of those too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a Clinton. There's a my my mom had some kind of some Clinton wristwatch swag. Yeah, I've um, got a lot of blue dress, cum stained blue dresses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, I mean, everyone's got one of those in their closet. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. This guy said that he thinks it's reached a tipping point. People are pissed off. They're done. And he started this company of the woke beer or woke free beer in competition with Bud Light when they put Dylan Mulvaney on. I remember when he launched. He had a commercial for it. And now we put put Trump's face on it. So, all right. One more uh, quick story before we do uh, a quick DMB uh, XR, which what we're going to talk about in, in the subscriber only portion of the show is a couple things we might talk about. Uh, there's like a, a story about some gay furry hackers that hacked NATO, which I thought was interesting. And uh, there is uh, some new take your people's clothes off apps that, some celebrities are worried about. I think Tom, not Tom, Tom Hanks has been warning people about as though anybody, I think Tom Hanks is warning people about it because he wants people to think that they're putting him in deep fakes. Mm. Nobody's putting him in deep fakes. Might talk about that. I have a, a kind of a hodgepodge of stuff we can go into. We might even go into some more new words of 2023 from Dictionary. Oh, I'd love to. I, I, had, to, I, guess I had some that. thoughts on the new words, actually. Yeah, I, I had some new thoughts that. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that in the XR. Let's yeah, I had some that. new thoughts on that, actually. So I'm glad you're gonna, you brought that up. Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. endless material, too, because there's mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. words. So if you mm-hmm. want to get access to that, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. Subscribe there today. You can find me on youtube.com slash propaganda report, rockfin.com slash propaganda report, rumble.com slash prop report, at Freedom Act Radio, and the uh, propagandafight.com is my website. Ian, is there anywhere you'd like to tell people besides the the show that uh, you've been doing? And I appreciate you joining me. For that. Hey, no, not at all. Right now, this is this is where I'm at. Um, but, you know, I think the new year is going to bring some some new things. Uh, uh, so stay, stay tuned is what I can say. Right, stay you know, tuned. Ian and I do live improv shows together sometimes. Oh, yeah. So if you're in the Atlanta area... And uh, you want to come see one? I think we have one on the thirteenth of October. And you want to see? You want to see us put people who are very woke in uncomfortable positions? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll just <laughs> we'll just make something appear in the scene that yeah. implies that they're racist and yes, see how they deal like with it. Yes, we like to call them. We like to make them the racist. Of the scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, have you heard of this new Max show called Naked Attraction? I saw your breakdown of it when you put it out. I I saw most of that breakdown of it, and it sounded absolutely horrific. Like, it can't get any lower. It's the craziest show you've ever seen, dude. I, I want to get this image up on screen so people can see this. I don't. I know that – I don't know if people – I didn't really – I just did that. 
I did like a 20 minute review. I watched it and I was just so disturbed mm-hmm. that I decided to do a, a review of it. And it has like 4,000 views on YouTube, which was, I, I was surprised anybody watched it. But so you see those little pods there, right? Oh my gosh. Those, those are the pods that the guys are. For, for those who haven't seen my review of it, Naked Attraction is a show that just got on to Max that is a full frontal dating show. And the way it works is like this. One person comes out in the episode that I watched, it was a female. And there are six potential dates in these like rectangular pods. The Power like, Ranger, Power Ranger pods. Yeah, right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. And it's you can't tell at first what, what they look. You can just tell there's a person in there mm-hmm. as though they're gonna come out of a cryogenic state or something mm-hmm. like, like that. Like Terminators, like Absolutely. And it's so vulgar and ridiculous. And they show everything. They show absolutely everything. But mm-hmm. the host is, uh, she's a British lady who does a lot of banter. So there's it's a, it's a lot of uppity British banter while they're doing all this vulgar stuff, mm-hmm. which is just so bizarre. And the way that they evaluate their dates, the way, so they have to eliminate their dates. They start dick and balls first. Mm. So, it's she talks to the the girl who comes out. She's fully clothed to begin with, and then it's like, all right, let's start, and then and then, and then it raises up, and and of course the host always introduces herself as someone who is bisexual, so she's had a love from both sides, obviously. Okay, well and, that's important. It's yes, important. Got to represent. Yeah, you got to know. I got to know what you <laughs> right. What you like to fuck. So these pods, th- these like rectangles, they. They rise up, but they only go up to just above uh, uh, the the penis and balls and just below the stomach. And the light, you can, the legs are there, but that's not the focus yet. The light is shining on the ding, uh, the, the, the penis, okay? And, and the testicles is getting the spotlight. And that is all you see. I, I would prefer it to be a glory hole situation just so we could only focus on that and not get distracted by the legs. Because... She has to eliminate her first contestant based on only the penis and testicles alone. And they walk around with doing British banter. What, what do you think about this one? They stand there and they talk about it for like a minute or so. And she goes, oh, well, it, the, the testicles look a bit longer than the balls. The, balls are, the, the penis is resting on the testicles, I mean. Which is just, you have a small dick, is what she's saying there. And it was cruel what they did, because what they did in the episode I watched, it was three black dudes who were like hockey sticks sweeping the floor with their wangs, right? Two white dudes and an Asian guy, okay? okay. Who do you think got voted off when they're only judging it based on the, the, the people? Are you really going to make me say it out loud? It's the Asian guy. The model minority. Right, the Asian, yeah, the model minority. So, and, and what happened? So funny too, because after they she gets rid of them, the thing rises up, and this guy walks out just fucking butt naked, you know, and his and he can see everybody else's, you know. So up until that point, he might have thought that he was he had competing. Something. Yeah, yeah, but he turns around and sees, he's like, "What the f, dude? It's not fair." You know what he should have done at that point is he should have been like, I make $350,000 a year. Okay. I'm uh, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for these, but I don't. I mean, who are these people that put themselves in these situations? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought, too. Do you tell people that you're going to be, hey, watch my appearance on uh, this British show? What, what does anyone think is going to happen in their life after appearing on one of these things? What is the I, example that's set that, oh, yeah, this, oh, this really turns out to be a great choice for, for most people who go on a reality show? That'd be a really funny sketch. One of these guys applying for a job and they happen to be interviewing with somebody who actually saw the episode they were on. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know you from somewhere. And after they evaluate that, and it, it goes in detail. They do analogies to it. They have they have them turn around and uh, in the video I talked about how they use this wasn't me this was what they so the next season it's going to be a dude evaluating women right well the first episode it had a dude it had a chick evaluating dudes and then it had 
I skipped the second part. I can't remember. Oh, the second part was like a trans evaluating both men and women or a bisexual. And I was like, ah, I'm going to skip that. Uh, skip. And I went, fast forward, fast yeah, forward. I found one where it was a guy evaluating chicks. Okay. And, and it's just so it's so reversed for the guy to. I think it's a trick. Yeah. They, they 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 take the box. The first thing the box reveals is her personality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they they show their feet. They, oh they start, my they start with gosh. a vagina, and they they let you see the feet. And this guy looking at the feet. This one girl, the girl that he eliminated, and you can tell it was the feet that bothered him, and. Mind you, the British woman is saying stuff like you can see la the labia and she's like calling it like sand, uh, you know, a, a sandwich vagina. Just weird. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's like, but she says it like this is sandwich vagina. Are you having brunch on the sandwich vagina? It's like weird shit like that. This chick is like, let's try and make it all uppity. But the guy got rid of this chick because of her feet. And you could tell that's absolutely why. And unlike the dude version, the box rises up and it's like, Oh my God, she's smoking hot, like like perfect body, smoking hot, right? And right. she's gone, and, and and it's just but a, a couple of flippers, huh? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> her, her feet did it. I don't know if they were swollen. She had like a bee sting. But then eventually it rises up, and you get to see all the other ones, and and, and we're talking. This is this guy is. He eliminated the best Beating one. himself up <laughs> with what's left to pick from, man. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And that doesn't, because the girl just picks strictly on dick. But with, with the, the guys, it was uh, like a, a couple of really ripped black guys. And you know that something's coming when it's like, all right, the guy's got quads like you've never, the guy looks like he could dunk a, a basketball on a 45-foot goal with those hmm. with those quads. And he's got a 50-pack and uh, um. She's everything. His dick, his dick looks like he could hit a 450 foot home run with it. Uh, um, and it looks like it hurts his back to carry that thing around. And so it, it, what's wrong with his face is what you're waiting for. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. And right. of course, he's the guy like the guy was like, I'm going to take this off screen. This is what the guy looked like when he came up. Like he's because he's he was like. I think trying to prepare, but was a little nervous. And the thing comes up and he's, he's just all jacked. And it's just. He's just doing his face like, like kept bobbing his face and his head is really, really tiny. Like, like it, you remember you seen men in black. Oh yeah. Where he, where oh yeah. yeah. Shoots the guy and the head mm -hmm. births mm -hmm. from his neck. It's like, it's at the beginning stages of birthing from his neck with this perfect body. But he's just like a fucking, it's just, and she immediately went, oh, like you could see her visceral reaction to his head. And then his voice was like, it's just like so weird. It was the weirdest voice. It's like a guy who had done nothing but work out in a cage his entire life and not, he had to communicate with animals or something. She eliminated that guy the next, immediately. She wow. had been drooling over him, but as soon as she saw his face and heard his voice, gone. Huh. Crazy. So it's if you can get through looking at um, uh, penises in detail, very it'll be it'd be hard for me. I'll be honest, it'd be hard for me to sit through something like that. It was that. tough. I, I kind of glanced and I'd listen. I'd glance and I'd listen. I was hoping the chicks would be hotter, but they weren't. It uh, just the, it's the worst. It just brings out. It's just the worst in humanity that it's it really out. is, dude. The best part about it is when they got to the final two. It was a white guy and it was a black guy. Uh, another big black guy and there's a kind of a chubby white guy mm -hmm. and the host says to the white guy first what would you like to have uh of his on his body right and what he says his dick <laughs> he says <laughs> he would like to have his big ass dick and you know replace his mediocre dick yeah, and much bigger and this black guy had one leg had a fake leg Oh my gosh! And she's like, "What would you like to have on his body?" And and the the black guy's looking at him, going, "You could see in his head, he's like, I don't fucking want any of that. Yeah, nothing, nothing." But to be nice, he's like, "Oh, I reckon I'd take his working leg, which would make him kind of stumpy if he did that." So yeah, he was just, yeah. So that guy won, and then they put their clothes on and went on a date. Oh, by oh, right. So they didn't realize at the time. So the the chick once these two come out before they decide, 
the chick has to go and she has to come out naked before she chooses. And she okay. walks out holding her arms up. What do you think was there surprising them? She doesn't shave her armpits. Full underarm hair, dude. The Asian guy was celebrating that he had the tiny dick after yeah. we saw all that. I was I like, yeah, thank you. You saved me again. <laughs> yes, thank you. So, all right. Well, yeah, little, I, little dick will never lead you astray, will it? it actually, it, it really won't. It's not, it's not going to get you in trouble. It's not going to get you in a lot of trouble. So, well, that's what I wanted to close the show on because I, I, I think that it's hilarious, but it's also just really twisted and weird. Mm hmm. And it's a top show right now on on Max. So, oh. and now that the writers are back, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, you should, you should walk around and just just go to people, your friends or baristas, and go, "Hey, did you see this latest episode of um, uh, what was it actually called uh, of Naked Attraction?" Just to see who says yes to find yeah. the real weirdos. <laughs> All right, we're going to go on to the Drive Time News Blast XR. Thank you guys for the chats on Rockfin who are on Rumble and YouTube. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day. I'm going to remove us from YouTube and we'll do a, a quick XR and get me off Twitter here. And to get me off of, was that? Um, yeah, we should start streaming this to your own. Um, YouTube. Sorry. And we'll do. To okay, your. Go your Say it again. Your uh, Twitter account as well, if you want. We can stream out there as well. I don't have one, except for the Reginald well, one. And I never post. Can do Reginald. I know. I, I know. I never post. I got to get more active again. I got, I got some things planning. 